in the world, lost to his family and his memory, well, frankly, it's frightening. I myself spent some time in such a way, and it was pure terror. It's the clamor of the people and the passion of the weather that tears at the unhoused soul. But here is the hose, cold or warm today. There is a pleasing moment when it could be either. In fact, ah! It's always cold. Now for the food. The food is abominable. It is soft and all mixed together, unrecognizable. Pabulum. That's another of my favorite words. Not that it strictly means the food I've just described. Again, I prefer another meaning. Insipid intellectual fare. At least that's what it meant when I last had a chance to check meanings. There's no chance of that now. I have to rely on what I remember, on what I believe to be true. This, of course, makes me a thoroughly unreliable narrator. However, since there is no one sane to tell my story to, this hardly matters. I tell it all to myself. A monologue. An unpunctuated drone between washings and feedings. For myself alone, I make it elegant. My only pleasure... To get back to pabulum, there are things I want to say about it. I remember once, such a long time ago, in the days when I would hold forth in a rose garden wearing breeches and a powdered wig, some wit saying that narrative is pabulum. At the time I adopted a certain posture, feet in ballet position four and arms rather invitational, as if asking someone to waltz, and said, in that tone the self-assured use to haul back the admiration of the audience after it has gone sniffing in another direction, but how can you have a story without a story? Alas, now I know. In fact, the story where none exists or can exist is a fascination for me. And more, it is essential, the only way I can now exist for myself. And so I hang here on the wall, like a painting, as useless as a painting. And since I don't have the luxury of going out of my mind, I can only go into it. Some time ago I began a little mental game. I began to search for the perfect word that would sum up my situation— Needless to say, neither fugue nor pabulum is the word I'm looking for. I want a word that includes the present, but also the past, that expresses something of the way the past is always part of the present. And the word must also, yes, contain a sense of the ineffable. Perhaps I could say to the other moaning fools, guess the word before I say it, even before I know it, and... What, the straw will turn to gold, the water to wine, the pabulum to strawberries and asparagus? But that makes it sound like some kind of Rumpelstiltskin game instead of a mystery. And anyway, there's only one other man in this cell with me, and he never speaks. The mystery is the word. I'm going to pursue it relentlessly, hunt it down. The word will explain everything, just as finding the criminal always does. When I find the word, my lips will tremble a little as they prepare to utter it. My skin will break out in a light perspiration. My heart will beat faster with excitement, and I will strain agitatedly against my chains. I've no doubt that the word will be slightly arcane, 
I mean, who says pabulum and fugue these days? Well, I do. And, I say, phloxenorse and the hillipillification. It makes me chuckle. I'm saying it now to the poor, filthy wretch down on the straw beside me. I call him Horatio. Now he is mad, I'm sure of it. Never once has he uttered a coherent sentence, never once displayed a recognizable emotion. However, he was already here when I came, and who knows what he was like before I witnessed him. Perhaps he arrived in an embroidered waistcoat, and slipped into madness only as it rotted. Perhaps he once spoke foreign languages, or could name stars, and took up moaning only to fit in, to do as the English do. It sends shivers up my spine to ponder on the extent of his deterioration. Still, we all deteriorate. It's not just a condition of the inmates, but rather of the world.